in the heart of Beer City, USA. Two men, one journey, to create a sports show unlike any other. Unfiltered, raw, and honest. One of them played a soccer goalie opposite Ben Stiller. The other one scored six points on Steph Curry. These guys know their sh. Let's go! Tank Spencer, Jeremy Green, the Sportsocracy. Presented by Ingalls Supermarkets. Low prices, love the savings. And we are live here in the Ingalls studio on ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM, and 1400. The Sportsocracy, heard everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. We're always brought to you by Ingalls. Low prices, love the savings. And we are in the Ingalls studio. And you can not only hear us, but see us on YouTube. Just go to thesportsocracy.com. Don't forget to click on that live video link. Hit the subscribe button so you can get with us in the chat here. Ah, what a weekend it has been. Uh, You know, you miss one day. You miss one day, and it feels like you haven't been on the air for a week. Well, I mean, at least nothing happened. In in the day that we were preempted by uh, UNCA basketball. Right. You know, uh, Matt Ryan just gets traded to the Indianapolis Colts. I am dumbfounded by how bad the NFC is by comparison to the <laughs> AFC. Yeah, uh, especially when you look at the quarterbacks. The quarterbacks in the AFC vastly outweigh the quarterbacks in the NFC, and that has you know thrown everything into uh, into a into a tailspin here for the NFC. You got three contenders in the NFC. That's that's it. And you might be being nice. Name Maybe. me the high-level team in the NFC that has not gotten drastically worse this offseason. That is not going to land drastically worse. Uh, the Los Angeles Rams. Uh, oh, you mean the team that lost one of the best edge rushers in the league and lost two members of their offensive line? That's the team you're hiding behind? Yeah, I wouldn't say that they're drastically worse. Uh, I would say they're drastically worse. That defense was predicated on the fact that you had two pass rushers mm-hmm. on each side. Mm-hmm. Now you don't. Name me the AFC team that got worse. That's even vaguely a contender. We can talk about Jacksonville all you want. That's even vaguely a contender? (laughs) I don't think Jacksonville got worse. I mean, they wasted a lot of money. They wasted a lot of money in free agency. They got much more expensive. They got like one spot better. (laughs) Maybe. Maybe one spot better in the power rankings. So, drastically worse in the AFC. I'll save you the time. There's not one. I can't think of it. The team that improved the least added Robert Woods. That's true. Tennessee Titans, that was a big pickup for them, by the way. Tennessee's got to be sitting around going, where'd everybody go? (laughs) We we were the best team in the AFC last year. Mm -hmm. I don't anymore, you're not. No, no, you're not. Uh, We are going to do a uh, post-free agency power ranking coming up in the second hour of the program we've got quarterback dominoes falling everywhere we'll give you the the uh well the latest quarterback ranking for the top of the league as well uh and basically the nfl has said we're good on baker mayfield yeah pretty much and it i I mean it doesn't really shock me all that much i mean it shouldn't shock you at all what's what what is funny to me is that it does shock so many people in our business now uh, I said, and, and, and to me, it's disingenuous. Now last week, we all knew this. I would think so. He's, you the, he's as likable as a hemorrhoid. Right. I, I mean, that, who in the world looks at him and goes, "Yeah, that'll be fun." The one team that has shown vague interest is because they have no other options. Mm-hmm. 
Keyshawn Johnson talking about, oh, I think Seattle would be a great landing spot. That's a weird way to say the. The. The only landing spot. The only landing spot for Baker Mayfield is the Seattle Seahawks. Yes, uh, because the Carolina Panthers aren't doing that. Uh, you know, were the money not an issue with Baker Mayfield? I feel like he would be on a team already and they would be moving on. But it is but it is the, the that fifth-year money, $20 million, close to anyway, that they're looking at going, yeah, I'm not going to touch that. And see, I don't agree. I think he could be $5 million and most teams would go, nope, I'm good. Really? Baker Mayfield is like the the really poorly run bad food restaurant that's in a really sketchy side of town. The money is the sketchy side of town. Okay. If it was next to your house, you wouldn't really want to eat there. You might because it's so convenient. Right. He's not convenient. You'd take your shot. You would take convenient. your shot if it was if it was uh, you know in a better part of town. Here using the money again. You'd take your shot. The Houston Texans might take a shot at bringing no Baker shot. Mayfield in if he was $2 million. You're trying to completely overhaul the culture, and you're going to bring that guy in there. Mm-hmm. No shot. And they value Davis Mills more. Which is if he mean. was free, they still wouldn't be interested. Really? No. Because why would you do it? And now, this kind of leads into another topic of Jimmy Garoppolo has got to be sitting around going, what am I supposed to do now? <laughs> I mean, them's the breaks, buddy. Uh, John you Lynch lost... is out here telling people that there are multiple teams offering two second rounders. No, they're not. I challenge you to tell me who those teams yeah, are exactly. because you are lying. I'm going to strap you in to the lie detector test and you're going to tell me exactly who those teams are because they're, uh, there's one. There's one and it's the Seattle Seahawks because the Carolina Panthers aren't doing that. Should they, though? That's the question I'm left with. Should the Carolina Panthers be in on Jimmy Garoppolo? Because you got Sam Darnold. I know that you don't have a lot of draft capital. And if and if the, the, the rumor is true, John Lynch out here telling everybody that they got two twos on the table from somebody, I'm out as a Carolina Panthers. That front office, that fan base... I know y'all yearning for a quarterback at any stage. When you're going to get one. You're going to get one at number six because David oh, Tepper's yeah. going to win. David Tepper's going to win. David Tepper's going to win. So they're going to go in free agency and, and round out the offensive line with that, like Eric Fisher. Eric Fisher and Dwayne Brown are both rumored to be to have the eye of the Carolina Panthers. If you do that, if you do that, Fisher, I don't even care. Mm-hmm. With all of the other things you've done on the offensive line, with Christian McCaffrey, with the weapons, with that young defense, I'm going to give you a good news, bad news. The good news, in the in the terrible NFC, you're a borderline playoff team. Okay. The bad news, Matt Rule's not going anywhere. The Atlanta Falcons are a G League team at this point, mm-hmm. and that's how they want it. The Falcons are living by the Jeremy Green model of if you're going to be bad, be bad, be bad, be bad, bad. Right. And they will be. Yeah, secret time. There's 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 a certain team of a certain bird persuasion that's at my 32 in the power rankings right they now. They should be at your 34 because they <laughs> They're are that bad. horrendously bad. We should when put the Sasquatches and- ahead of them. We <laughs> When you look around and go, hey, you know what would be fun? Let's do that Marcus Mariota thing. That'll be a blast. 
you're not good at footballs. And this is a bad time to be real bad. Why is that? Because the NFC is completely up for grabs. Mm -hmm. It's completely up for grabs. And I know what you're getting ready to say. Oh, but Tampa got Tom Brady back. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And lost both your guards. Lost a very impactful safety. uh, And everybody's getting more expensive by the minute. Mm -hmm. You have gotten drastically worse, too. Aaron Rodgers loses his best weapon. The Rams lose their best pass rusher. The only team that has not gotten drastically worse in the NFC is the Dallas Cowboys. Without Amari Cooper. I don't care. I, I've always said really? Amari Cooper's overrated. All right, so now the one is CeeDee Lamb and the two is Amari, or is uh, Michael Gallup. Mm-hmm. Is that drastically worse than Amari Cooper and, and CeeDee? Yeah. No. no. I mean, you take away Amari no. Cooper, it's going to be hard to replace that production. Not really. In a draft that has 4,900 receivers that are that could probably come in and start right now. Mm-hmm. So the Dallas Cowboys, to you, are the only team in the NFC that didn't get drastically worse. Mm-hmm. Okay. And in the NFC, if I it, the whole reason I wanted to start with this. The Arizona Cardinals I, would probably be in that category as well. They haven't gotten drastically worse, but mm-hmm. I still but I but for for some reason the way I look at them has has diminished. <laughs> Why? Because they fell apart at the end of the year, much like you've nah. been you've been you've been doubting Cliff Kingsbury this entire time, and so now you're falling back on that again. Yeah, yeah, that's probably yeah. it. Okay. Uh, in our YouTube comments, guy said the Vikings. You're probably not wrong. I didn't consider them a contender. They are now, especially Here's with Zadarius Smith signing there about. today. Yeah, I'm not sure the Vikings aren't the best team in that division. No, I still can't go down that path. I mean, the, who's he going to uh, throw to? You've lived and died Aaron by Rogers? Aaron Rodgers for years. Mm-hmm. Now he has no more little blanket. Now his number one receiver is Alan Lazard. I Until, understand they're going to draft one. Uh-huh. You're counting a lot on a rookie. Sure. The difference between the Vikings and the Packers is not nearly. And what you don't you think, think that they're going to they're going to be able to get. Uh, Look what anybody. Minnesota did today. Was the Darius Smith? Mm-hmm. Okay. Why? Why do we do that? Why do we spend the money? Because we think we can beat you. We think sure. with, we think the difference between Kirk Cousins with actual weapons and Aaron Rodgers with a bunch of dudes that got picked up off the side of the road. Not that different. I can't. And for, I'm going to level. I don't disagree. I can't foresee Green Bay going into this season with with just what they have. Obviously, they're going to draft a couple of wide receivers in this draft. Well, I mean, we've said that copious number of times before. Yeah, but now you have to. They have to draft a a receiver. <sighs> Go in with Will Fuller, who has uh, about the. It has absolutely no market. I, I I don't know. There was a rumor over the weekend that I saw about uh, OBJ. There was some talks about OBJ maybe coming to the Green Bay Packers. So is that hope still alive? I'm going to say no. I mean, the Rams today, there was a report that the Rams are all in on re-signing him well, somehow. They wouldn't have traded Robert Woods without feeling mm-hmm. real confident that Odell Beckham was coming back. Right. Because that offense needs two. They need an X and a Y. Mm-hmm. Well, they have one of those you're gonna need the second one Mm -hmm. i i don't think so i don't think so apparently colin cowherd said the same thing earlier today what that that the minnesota vikings were gonna win the north Nah, i'm not going i'm i'm not saying minnesota is bad 
Y'all know oh, they're, not, they're, they're the probably fourth best team in the NFC. Yeah, I was gonna say y'all, in the AFC they would be fourteen. They're four in the <laughs> NFC. Uh, I was gonna say y'all know me. I was the one trying to pencil uh, you know Minnesota or squeeze Minnesota into the playoff talk two years ago. This is a team that I've always believed in. I just can't go down that path that they're better going into this season with what has happened in free agency. Tell me what Green Bay does really well without saying Aaron Rodgers' name. Uh, they they run the ball pretty well. They run the ball with Aaron Jones. They run the ball decently, mm-hmm. and they get away from it at the first opportunity. Mm, their defense is going to be really good again. Is it? I is it really so? Yeah. You think it's going to be name the two? That, name name your second corner. All right, I have Adam Thielen. You have Justin Jefferson. Right. You tell me how you're going to defend that second guy. Right. Jair Alexander, wonderful. Mm-hmm. That's great. Mm-hmm. And then. And you have no it faith gets thin in, in a hurry. Yeah, you have no faith in. Uh, oh hell, his name just went out of my head. The Georgia kid oh, that they drafted Eric last Stokes. year. Yeah, Eric Stokes. No, 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 I don't. Okay, I didn't when they drafted him, but I don't now. <laughs> All right, I, the North to me is Green Bay's to win. I will trust that. That I will trust that front office. You got to figure out something to do with the with the weapons around Aaron Rodgers. And here's my point. Mm-hmm. There are two teams. One of them we've already talked about. There's another team. If I'm, I'm all in. I will do anything I have to do. It's the Philadelphia Eagles. Hmm. Jimmy Garoppolo is going to go somewhere. I've heard this all day. Well, he could just go back to San Francisco. Okay, let me just. I'm going to give you an analogy, and when I say this, you're going to realize how stupid that actually is. If you don't just cheat on your spouse, you do it, and then tell them how wonderful it was for a year. You say, you know what? I think we should stay married. <laughs> Once you get out people. of the hospital for the eight stitches that are in your forehead for the frying pan that got chucked at you. So who's the cheater in this scenario? Oh, it's San Francisco. San Francisco did not appreciate what they had in Jimmy Garoppolo. And I guarantee you, if they could put the toothpaste back in the tube, they would go, Jimmy, buddy, we're all in. We're all in on you. They didn't appreciate what they had. I mean, I don't know that I buy that. I mean, they kept they they kept you the three around. NFC championship games and you traded up to three to get a quarterback. Mm-hmm. And now, in an insanely winnable NFC, you have to turn to a rookie. But is Jimmy Garoppolo a Super Bowl winning quarterback? We've been asking this question for four years He now. was one grossly blown throw away from being a Super Bowl winning quarterback. Mm-hmm. A throw he probably makes nine out of ten times. Did he squeeze the ball a little too hard? Sure. I've also seen him get the San Francisco 49ers to three NFC championship games. Mm-hmm. And now in the most winnable conference I've ever seen in my adult life in the NFL, you're turning to a rookie. And you have no choice. No, you, you don't. No choice. No, you don't. And if I'm Philadelphia, I'm looking at Jalen Hurts going, you know, you're fun and all, uh, <laughs> but I think we're going to do that. So the Philadelphia Eagles, you think, will enter the picture as the team that, or maybe they are I'm the team they that is offering. I, I'm saying if I were them, I would be. And yeah. Howie Roseman has never backed off things like that. Maybe they're the team that's offering the two second-round picks. It wouldn't stun me. Okay. It wouldn't. Stu- I think the offer's from Seattle. Seattle has two twos this year. Right. And you can very comfortably get out of that. I'll be honest with you. Seattle with Jimmy Garoppolo, you're probably the fourth-best team in the NFC. Carolina Panther fans, I have to ask you, how disappointed are you today? Uh, Diana Rossini, it was reported on the Sports Center update just before we took the air here that the Carolina Panthers are out on Baker Mayfield. Which, <laughs> thank God, 
All Panther fans are going, yeah, that was at least one good thing that's come out of this offseason. We definitely don't want it. Can you imagine that quarterback room I was bringing so, in I, Sam not, Darnold and Baker Mayfield? I'm not going to lie. There was a part of me over the weekend that went, please do that. <laughs> I root for Carolina low-key just right. with the affiliation we have, and, and they have so many good fans. But there was part of me just going, I, I don't know that there could be a worse quarterback room to me in the NFL. Mm-hmm. And it would validate me when Sam Darnold beat him out for the starting job. That was also the other part of it. Like, hey, that'd be fun. Yeah, see, that's the thing. That was always going to happen. But I've never thought, uh, you know, Carolina Panthers were ever in consideration for Baker Mayfield just solely because of the money. You already have $18.8 million tied up in a fifth-year option to Sam Darnold. You're not going to take on the $18.8 million fifth-year option of Baker Mayfield as well. So that leaves the Seattle Seahawks, and it's like, what is taking so long? Because, see, I don't think Seattle's actually interested. I think they look at this and go, you know, we could sit at nine. Mm -hmm. I know they're interested in Matt Coral, and I'll level you. I'd rather have Matt Coral than Baker Mayfield, and it's not even close. Huh. It's not even kind of close. Because you already know what Baker Mayfield is. I get four cost-controlled years of Matt Coral, or I can deal with the dumpster fire in the headband from Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Mm, I think I'm good. And if Seattle taps out, oh, oh, <laughs> then it gets real fun. Baker Mayfield plays in the CFL now. Right. Uh, already. We, we're not even we're, we're at the end of the first segment. We already have our comment of the day. Guy says it in the comments. Tampa will probably go to another Super Bowl. Exactly. I'm going to disagree. That's, <laughs> that's how this goes. Your quarterback, you all is, the weapons. Your quarterback oh, is a God, presidential term from qualifying for AA or B. Here we go. It'll catch you Fuck. eventually. And I think this is probably the Fifth year in a row, guys. Fifth year in a row, Jeremy Green's been talking about the downfall of Tom Brady. Yeah, it worked last year. Hmm. That's super, that Super Bowl fit, that ring fitting that working out for you? Oh, okay. We got another matchup in the Sweet 16 today. No, it's not the NCAA tournament. It is the overrated bands bracket. Most overrated of all time. We're whittling down the field in the Sweet 16. Maroon 5 against One Direction. Vote today, right now, in the uh, YouTube stream, thesportocracy.com. Click that live video link. Don't forget to subscribe, and you can cast your vote as well. Hey guys, I'm Ziggy, your local Philly girl, owner of Ziggy's Bakery and Deli. I've created a traditional northern deli with only the most authentic cheesesteaks outside of Philadelphia, served with provolone, white American, or cheese Whiz. Our other classic deli sandwiches are made with the best quality meats and cheeses, available sliced by the pound. Join us for breakfast for house-made bagels with our custom cream cheeses. Or for something heartier, try a pork roll egg and cheese or house-cured lox. Ziggy's Bakery and Deli, in the corner of Asheville Commons, 1550 Henry. Andersonville Road, open 8 to 3, Tuesday through Saturday. The underdog. The long shot. The nobody from nowhere, never gonna happen, 100 to 1 shot. We know something about that. We're with you every step of the way. This week at Ingalls, select 6 to 12 count Laurel and Cuddly Soft Bath Tissue, $3.98 each. Select sizes and varieties Kellogg's Frosted Flakes or Fruit Loop Cereal, two for $4. And select sizes and varieties Tide Laundry Detergent, $12.98 each. Ingalls, low prices, love the savings. I'm at a payphone trying to call home all of my change I spent on... Yeah, that's the banger we needed from Maroon 5. 
They are one of the stars today in the Sportsocracy Most Overrated Bands bracket. The Sweet 16, Maroon 5, or One Direction. Who's most overrated? Cast your votes in the poll now the sportsocracy.com youtube video just click on that live video link hit the subscribe button and you can cast your ballot and to me this is not even close i thought one direction was a glee thing until we started this <laughs> i thought that I was like the is, official band of glee i think it is is that it? show even still on television i have no clue i doubt it but i don't know commercial television is not something that gets uh, much Mm-mm. of my uh, attention Mm-mm. If I can't stream nine seasons of it in a row, I'm out. I will I will tell you this. I don't think I've ever seen Glee on the uh, you know, the trending now section of any of the streaming services that I use. If you literally we could play a game right now. Is this show still on television? It would be a fifty fifty guess for me at best, <laughs> ninety nine times out of a hundred. Maroon Five's got some great songs though. And and they were all great the first 500 times I heard them. And then, you know, the afternoon came around and they weren't so great anymore. I think you're just jealous that your wife likes Adam Levine better than she likes you. Honey, honey. 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 You did. And it felt weird. It did. (laughs) You said my wife's name and I'm used to her making sarcastic comments (laughs) to me. I would say most people like Uh, Adam Levine better than they like me. Yeah. it's true. I mean, Unless of you, all the guys that I want to see shirtless during the Super Bowl, it would definitely be Adam Levine over Jeremy Green. Unless you used to buy brawny paper towels and just go, that is my perfect man right there. <laughs> and then, yeah, Adam Levine's probably going to beat me. <laughs> Most overrated bands bracket, Sweet 16. The winner of this matchup will go on to face U2, who was not even close oh, yeah, in their U2's matchup the with Nickelback. U two's the winner. I don't know. You're forgetting some other ones on the other side of that bracket, namely one that goes by the boss. That's my dream matchup in the final. Is I want to see Bruce Springsteen in the East in the E Street Band go up against U two. That's what it should be. Uh huh. There's two country bands. You're forgetting Florida Georgia Line too. They're they're the, the 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 Saint Peters of this bracket. They are. Came in as a 12 seed and uh, with a bullet in the Sweet 16 and could be a favorite to win it all. Although I would have said the same thing about Nickelback. We have our first one of these of the day. I'm your Huckleberry. Uh, Havoc asked me. I got an Eagles fan buddy at work who wants to bet 100 U.S. doll hairs against my Titans. Easy money or stay away. I'm going to level with you. I would stay away. And here's why. Mm-hmm. The Eagles schedule is not great. The Titans schedule is daunting, to say the least. Can we just cancel the NFC for the 2022? Just every primetime game should be AFC versus AFC. I mean, part of me wants to say yes, but the other part of me goes, ah, my team's like number two right now. Do me a favor. I got to ask this uh, on Twitter. Would a- Would every team in the AFC West win the nfc east by three games fact or fiction fact there you go i agreed wholeheartedly maybe not the denver broncos uh you have russell wilson against dak prescott jalen hurts daniel jones and carson wentz i'm gonna go with that right. aggressively well, I'm, i mean they win the quarterback battle sure but as a whole team russell it wilson's be gotta pretty. be sitting around going why did i not say yes to philadelphia <laughs> we be 14 and three yeah it might be it might be a really good race if that were the case 
between the Denver Broncos and the Dallas Cowboys to see who would win that division. But yeah, with with that schedule, maybe not. With the with the schedule that the NFC East is going to face this year, maybe not. Because it is going to be a dogfight for anybody in the AFC. There's going to be a team at the end of this year, just like just like this past year in the NFL, where you had the Indianapolis Colts. Jeremy, you said it every power ranking show we ever did. Uh, that the Indianapolis Colts are going to be the best team that le- you know that is left out of the playoffs or 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 is just sitting around going they're better than they l- appear to be schedule wise or record wise. It's going to be the same thing this year, except for the, now you're going to have four or five teams in the AFC that are. Oh, it's going to be the same thing now in the same division. It's going to be the Tennessee Titans. I said this with the sports freaks last night. Matt Ryan makes the Colts better than the Titans. Okay. He's still playing eight or, let's see, this year will be eight because the AFC gets the, they get caught by the schedule kerfuffle of having an odd number of games. Mm -hmm. Matt Ryan with fewer weapons is better than Ryan Tannehill with more weapons. You do realize how much money Indianapolis has, right? I do. It's a lot. They hadn't they hadn't spent much of it though. That's fine. Who's left? Who could who could they add to that wide receiver room that you would go? Yeah, that's on par with AJ Brown and Robert Woods. It's not necessarily it would be on par. It's that I have Matt Ryan and you have Ryan Tannehill. Who, if I'm not mistaken, for the last three years has been better than Matt Ryan? Has he not been? I will give you one U.S. dollar for every Atlanta Falcon receiver last year you could name. Okay, Olamide Zacchaeus. Uh, okay. Uh, Calvin Ridley for three games. <laughs> he doesn't count. He, do- he doesn't I count. Guess he does count. Russell Gage, who just got $10 million a year for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. How's that make you feel? It doesn't make me feel great. Like, why? Why? You're just setting money Why did fire. you do that? Leonard Fournette, just take all the uh, money. I don't seven care. million dollars a year, just real. go for it jeez i like playoff lenny but that's a little too much i'm still going to maintain our nfl draft seven round post free agency uh mock drafts start today yes in the happy hour with the cleveland browns and the pittsburgh steelers mm-hmm. they will be followed by the bengals uh, and, and the Ravens. And the Ravens. I, was, I couldn't, for some reason, think of the fourth thing. It's the one video I'd I done. felt you were searching for it. I figured I'd like, help. I, there's a fourth one. Who's the fourth one? <laughs> uh, and and then, then we'll have the NFC North. The NFC North will be in the morning. Mm-hmm. So we'll have NFC teams in the morning, AFC teams in the evening for the rest of the week. All right. Very good. Uh, the post-free agency seven-round mock drafts. And, yeah, uh, you're going to like your team's hall as, uh, you know. If you ever I feel wonder... Like how just exactly how seriously do i take this first of all i spent my entire day off quote unquote yesterday in here doing this mock draft second of all the three classes i like the best are all three teams that i cannot stand because two of the three of them are in my division you can call me a lot of things biased is not one of them no no um Alex S. asked in the uh, comments are the panthers a playoff team if they add eric fisher I'm going to say no. I don't think they're a playoff team. Could they be? Do they have the talent to be? Maybe. It's very close. I would prefer Dwayne Brown. I've got him at like nine, I think, right now in the NFC. And that's everybody staying healthy, you know, started the year last year. If you could see that Sam Darnold with Christian McCaffrey for an extended period of time this year, they got a chance to make the playoffs. I mean, you had the left tackle and the line's fixed. I mean, I'm not going to tell you it's perfect. 
It's not what Cincinnati did. Cincinnati right. had a problem and went all of it. Uh-huh. Give us everything. As they should have. 100% they should have. Yeah. And I'll be honest with you, if Teron Armstead leaves uh, Miami, you should be barking up history too. Hey, Teron, come on. Come on. We got a very expensive asset here that we need to protect. <laughs> Quarterback rankings coming up next. Let's get just a bit outside. Boy, you must be outside your mind. The sportsocracy. Just a bit outside. He tried the corner and missed. Oh, Jorge Masvidal just will not stop. He can't stop. <laughs> what? I know where this is going. Jorge Masvidal and Kobe Covington got into it once again. Uh, if you you know if you missed it, they had uh, well a very lopsided fight a few weeks ago in the UFC where Kobe Covington wiped the floor with Jorge Masvidal for five rounds. And apparently, Jorge's not too happy that Colby Covington has been walking around talking all brash because you dominate somebody like that in the UFC octagon, you're going to talk some smack. Well, Jorge Masvidal's not standing for that. They both live in Miami. Jorge Masvidal apparently has been stalking Colby Covington, or at least he's following him on his uh, on, on his social medias or something. Because Colby Covington goes out to eat. They go out to the, he goes out of this restaurant, and then lo and behold, outside the restaurant, who shows up? Jorge Masvidal. There's a video that was posted of them, you know, chirping back and forth, and Jorge Masvidal talking about, oh, you, you're going to talk all that smack, you should back it up. I believe I did that a few weeks ago. I don't think we have anything else. And Colby Covington, you know, running from the scene. I didn't like the way that that was, uh, that, that was reported as he was running away from the scene. But Jorge Masvidal is a crazy person. So, well, they and this is a guy who came up as a street fighter. Well, I mean, he they will, got into an altercation. Yeah, oh, he absolutely. He broke one of his teeth. He, <laughs> Here's my question. Yeah. All right, and this is, I, I need some some input from the reprehensibles in our chat. Okay. Everywhere I go, literally everywhere I go, no less than 70% of people are on their cell phone. Mm -hmm. How do two people of this stature get into a street fight and nobody got a video of it? (laughs) What are you doing on your phone playing Candy Crush? Right. You record everything. If I had a dollar for every sandwich I've seen somebody share on Facebook, I'd be a billionaire. Mm Mm-hmm. How is there no video of this? Don't know. I sat around refreshing Twitter last night at one o'clock in the morning going, there's a video coming. <laughs> yep. It was uh, cops were called to, uh, uh, to the scene of the poppy steak, a Miami beach hotspot and no arrests were made. And it's just another one of those things. Like I get it. We settled this in the octagon though, right? Oh, 100%. I mean, we're tr- right. Like, is this another play to hopefully get another fight, Jorge, so you can lose for the fourth time in a row? I mean, he's lost two straight to Usman, and then he lost handily to Colby Covington. Where does he go from well, here? Well, I mean, his biggest problem is that he's going up against elite, historic fighters. Sure. And it would be one thing if... Okay, I'm going to compare this to something, because my, my interest of UFC is still very high, but it's waned because we keep having fights like this mm-hmm. that, to me, are very predictable. It's one thing when you're losing to Usman, Colby Covington. I compare this to Brock Lesnar. 
Brock Lesnar was losing losing to like Frank Mir, and okay, that guy's not elite, right? Jorge Masvidal's still pretty good. I'm not saying he's not. Uh, there are a lot of people that are. That, I'm that saying at this point, his star shines so bright and faded so epically. Yeah, because he fought two of the greatest in the history mm-hmm. of his weight class, mm-hmm. and had a great. He had a great fight on what was it? Seven days notice the first time against Usman. And that the, was the foot stomping incident. That was the foot stomping, uh, yeah, uh, match. And then the second one did not go his way after he had time for a full training camp. And then he got out wrestled by Col- Colby Covington in a big way. But they're dusting it up on the streets of Miami. I've never asked you this question, and I'm really curious what your answer is. Okay, who is your dream interview? If there's Mike. one person in sports that you could get on this show. Who would it be? Ooh, that's a great question i would probably say jay billis maybe your answer is markedly different than mine i would love to have jay billis on the show right mine is very clear for a very specific reason i would love to not be the craziest person on my own show for just a minute <laughs> and that person is mike leach mike leach. mississippi state head football coach mike leach is a crazy person mm-hmm. uh in the course of the last six months he has debated candy corn this is on his twitter by the way uh he has debated candy corn he has broken down his own dance moves like a football play with arrows and everything and now he has something new that he wants to see he wants to see your treehouse he was driving through heber utah heber okay i I don't know if that's how that's pronounced uh here's the tweet i recently drove through heber utah that town had more tree houses than any town that i have ever seen in a small radius seen pictures of tree houses near you including the location tell me you're out of your mind without telling me you're out of your mind send me a picture of your tree house I love Mike Leach. I want to just sit down with a with a with a thirty year old bottle of scotch, me and Mike Leach, and just solve all the world's problems. Really? Oh yeah. Okay. Y'all, oh, are y'all going to talk will, like? And I will literally, I will fly to Mississippi to do that. Are y'all going to talk like pirates the whole time 100%. you do it? I'm not scared of pirates. <laughs> Mike Leach will tell you all about it. Yes, him. he will. He taught a class about pirates. He did because he is a crazy person, and I love it mm-hmm. uh, all of the quarterback dominoes have fallen in the nfl except for baker mayfield and jimmy garoppolo what is going to happen to those two guys i feel like baker mayfield is a sure bet to go to seattle and i feel like it might be a safer bet to assume that jimmy garoppolo is going to stay put i don't think it's possible look jimmy's been the the good soldier I don't see how you're putting the toothpaste back in that tube. And he doesn't, before anybody asks, he does not make a lot of sense in Carolina. But did they not give him every opportunity? I mean, they said, go out and find you a partner. He didn't find one. Well, that's because of the shoulder. Well, I know that's what, I know that. But, I mean, I feel like they extended every courtesy here of, well, we could have traded you last year and rolled with trey lance but you were going to be the bridge and you were cool with that playing your role have a great season then let's see what happens yeah that's not really how this should have worked okay how you were you were the good soldier you should have done everything in your power to make sure there was a chair for jimmy garoppolo 
Mm-hmm. Whether it was Indy, who I know was interested at one time. And here's the thing. The Matt Ryan deal tells me San Francisco wanted entirely too much for Jimmy Garoppolo. He's a better quarterback right now than Matt Ryan. The mm-hmm. only thing is that you have to have a very good contingency plan because he tends to get boo-boos. And now you've got to be looking around going, what do I do now? Okay. This is the most settled I have ever seen the quarterback market in the NFL. Well, everybody's committed now. Everybody's committed for well, multiple years. I don't know about committed. There are a slew of teams that are not committed. Okay. Three of them are in one division. Washington Commanders, Philadelphia Eagles, New York Giants. There's no commitment there, I promise you. To a certain extent. To what extent? I mean, I feel like there's a little bit of commitment to Jalen Hurts on the Philadelphia side. If they could have comfortably gotten a no-doubt better starting quarterback, they would have already done it. And it's not even debatable. Mm-hmm. But they, they couldn't. couldn't. But they but they couldn't. So now you're committed to Jalen Hurts. Oh, I disagree with you. I still won't be shocked if they draft a quarterback. Okay. With how unstable the quarterback market's going to be in the draft. Mm-hmm. Uh, now Malik Willis, he won't be there. Sorry. If that's the one you're after, after his pro day today, I'm going to go out on a limb and say he's not going to be there for Right, you. right. I mean, the Atlanta Falcons, they're not, he's not, they're not committed. He's not Atlanta. Right, but they're another team that's not committed. No, the, I, I mean the Marcus, the, the Marcus is a bridge. Yeah, the Marcus Mariota deal is essentially a one-year deal. There is a team opt-in for a second year to total out twelve million dollars between Which the two years. Which they most likely will opt into. He knows the system. Yeah. Arthur Smith's comfortable with it. Yeah. Um, you know, you're committed at some level. To Jared Goff in, in Detroit. They're, Jared Goff has one foot in the grave and one foot on a banana peel. Mm-hmm. But I'm they saying just don't sti- like any of the quarterbacks in the draft. Right, but he's still got two years left on that deal? Three uh, years left on it? They can get out after this year. They can get out after this mm-hmm. year. Okay. I mean, they could get out right now for less than Atlanta gave to Matt Ryan. It's just a question of how badly do you want this to end? Right. All right, maybe there are not as many committed teams as I thought, but there's still a whole lot. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, you had five quarterbacks go in the first round last year. Mm-hmm. What's becoming a really fun scenario for me is you do realize we have four of them in this draft, and it's getting harder by the minute to figure out where they go. Atlanta's taking one of them, and it's Malik Willis. I would almost bet my the house on it. I would bet my ability to have fun for the rest of my life. Right. From there, it gets hard to figure out in a hurry. I mean, the the, the mock that I'm that we're putting out over the course of the rest of the week, I had two. Go in the first round? Mm-hmm. And one of them was with the last pick in the first round. But the more and more I think about it, I mean, is there going to be a team that's going to do that? Oh, that's are, that's are they... actually not true. I had two and then the last pick in the third And then in the, the first last. Round. Okay, so you had three mm-hmm. in the first round. So you got two in the top ten. Yes. You got the Carolina Panthers taking one at six. Yes. You got the Atlanta Falcons taking one at eight. Yes. And then the last pick of the first round is the pick from the Detroit Lions, which I said three years ago, four years ago now, was going to be the number one overall pick. Well, I mean, you were close. close. You were just on the wrong side of the first round. Right. You said the first pick in the first round is the last pick in the first round. Right. 
But you look at the landscape of quarterbacks right now in the NFL, and the AFC is so dominant. It's unbelievable. The reigning AFC rookie of the year is the 13th best quarterback in the AFC. I could argue he would be six in the NFC. Okay. Behind Dak, Kyler Murray, Matthew Stafford, Aaron Rodgers, and Tom Brady. Right. But I'm just looking at, like, I went through and I did I did my ranking, and I have four NFC quarterbacks in the top 12. And that's it. That's probably more than I would have. I would have Stafford right there at 12. Mm-hmm. Brady and Rodgers. Okay. my uh, I've also got Kirk Cousins in that top dozen. I would have Kirk Cousins and Kyler Murray like right beside each other. Mm-hmm. Probably not in the top 12. They're separated by a few spots in my, in my power ranking. But you go, you know, Joe Burrow, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen. That's my top three. Mm-hmm. Burrow's my one. Which with is, a bullet, by the way. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to argue. It's hard to argue with what you saw him do last year, despite the fact that he got his brains beat in 60, what was it, 66 times throughout the season he got sacked, mm-hmm. hit like 90-something times, and now, and now would, he has an offensive line. Well, he went from the worst offensive line in the league to, I'm going to say it's top 10. If it's not, it's really close. I can't, think of, top I can't think of 10 off. The, I, I wanted to say top five, but I feel like that might be an overreaction. Could possibly be. And then I got Brady and Rodgers at five and four. I, I did those backwards. Rodgers ahead of Brady. And then it goes to Sean Watson, Justin Herbert, Derek Carr. And you got Russell Wilson and Matt Stafford thrown in there and Kirk Cousins. I feel as though you have completely reversed ship on uh, Derek Carr. I think you, you should now can't have to say apo- no. You would have to apologize to to Raiders fans for what? If you're going to be this high on him, you should apologize for all of the shade that you <laughs> threw t- threw his way last year. Uh, all of your misguided haterade that you threw at, at Derek Carr, you should apologize to Raiders fans. Okay, I apologize, Raiders fans. You should have gotten Devontae Adams last year, and I would have liked Derek Carr better. You give him the weapons that he now has. Mm, yeah he's gonna be really high on that list so we have last year i had him at like 14 now he's 10 before we go into the break we have uh two of these i'm your huckleberry i'm your huckleberry they're both from the same person okay uh armchair commentary jimmy g is better than marcus marietta is he not the jimmy g hate is real he is but atlanta's doing that thing that i talk about of if you're gonna be bad be Mm -hmm. real bad Mm -hmm. marietta knows the system and he's cheaper, and it's easier to get out of. Uh, the other question he asked is to you: mm-hmm. How how's your how's your bracket there, big guy? Oh, how's my bracket? It's not good. I've already looked. I mean, I'm in the, I'm in nineteenth place uh, in our ESPN bracket contest. Yeah, and I think you have a Final Four team left. No, I got more than that. You have Gonzaga, Arizona. Arizona was my national champion. Oh, yeah, Arizona came back to win. I don't have. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah it's not good. Yeah. yeah, it's not good. Yeah, I, so I got two Final Four teams left. <laughs> yeah, you have a bit of a minefield. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know it is what Did it is. Did you have Carolina getting this far? Heck no. 
No. Well, if that game had been one minute longer, they would have. In regulation. That game was five minutes longer, and I'm still shocked that they won. Oh, I am dumbfounded that they won it in overtime. Don't know how just that happened. Dumbfounded. That I mean, they won it was overtime. it was full on. Baylor just forgot how to shoot. I don't think I have been that animated in public, and I cannot tell you how long. <laughs> I was so glad I was not in public for that game because I was locked in, and it was it was a struggle doing that while I'm trying to work a UNC Asheville basketball game at oh, the I same can time. Only imagine. Yeah, like I, I had the benefit of adult beverages, which both helped and hurt at the same time. But I've been saying it all season long. Brady Manick is the man. And with him on the floor, there was no answer for Baylor. Oh, the, the, the ejection of him is the worst call I have ever seen. Mm-hmm. Ever. Clearly. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not even debatable. And I love complaining about officials. Yep. And then Baylor comes back, and I don't know how they hung on, but they did. And now you get that full-strength Tar Heel team with a little something to prove after the Brady Manic ejection in the Baylor game. And they're going up against UCLA on Friday night, which you'll hear right here on ESPN Asheville. And UCLA playing without Jaime Jaquez. Yeah. I might have a doubloon or two to put on that on Friday. We'll just have to wait and see. Speaking of picks, green on green coming up next. I believe real estate isn't about properties. It's about people. I am Clarissa Marshall with eXp Realty, serving all of Western North Carolina. Navigating the home buying and selling journey can feel overwhelming at times, and that's why having an agent who cares about you and your needs is key. I'm a native of Western North Carolina, and I close over a home a week. I'm an expert in the market, pricing my sellers correctly to net you the most money, and working as a skilled negotiator for my buyers. Please give me a call today at 828-774-6343 to set up a complimentary market analysis. Rogue Combat Club, Asheville's home for comprehensive martial arts training, has a goal for our community, one that's stronger, more fit, and unwavers in its support of one another. Rogue Combat Club's instructors have competed at the highest levels and offer classes for everyone from young children to adults in Brazilian jiu-jitsu, Muay Thai, and wrestling. Rogue Combat Club classes can help you boost your self-confidence and self-defense skills while weeding out the egos and intimidation found at other gyms. Join today at RogueCombatClub.com. The coffee's the closers only. Get on the money! And when you get the money, you get the power. That watch costs more than your car. Then when you get the power, then you get the work. Aha! I love NCAA tournament time because it gives me the opportunity to get back on the right side of the number for the first time. Well, second time. In over a month, I am over 500. Now, the last time that happened, I went 0-4. Two days in a row. We're not doing that this time. I got four picks for you in the NBA. First one, the Orlando Magic are a a 7.5-point dog tonight at home against the Golden State Warriors. Well, one big problem for the Golden State Warriors. There will be no Steph Curry tonight. This team is disjointed, to say the least, without Steph Curry. Nobody talks about this because Orlando's not very good. They have two big guys that are difficult for teams like Golden State to defend. I'm not saying Orlando's going to win this game. Seven and a half is too high. Give me the magic, plus seven and a half. Next, the LA Clippers are a six and a half point dog tonight against my 2022 NBA champion, Denver Nuggets. That's too much. Good Lord. It's too much. If I can zoom back, it's a pain. He's really good defensively. He's a hello to handle. He doesn't put up a lot of stats, but he's really annoying to big guys. This takes Nicole Jokic out of his game. Keeps him from having these outrageous nights. 
again, I don't think the Clippers win. Six and a half is too much. Give me the Clippers plus six and a half. Finally, the Milwaukee Bucks are an eight-point favorite tonight against the Chicago Bulls. Over-under is 233 and a half. This game will never be close, not for one second. Milwaukee does not line up. The way these two lineups match up against each other with no Lonzo Ball, they have no way of stopping them. Played twice before, yet they hit this number. Give me the Bucks minus eight, under 233 and a half. Go and do likewise, gents. The money's out there. You pick it up, it's yours. You don't, I got no sympathy for you. And make those wagers over at betus.com. Use the promo code SPORTSOCRACY and receive a 125% deposit bonus on whatever you put into your account up to $2,500 just by using the promo code SPORTSOCRACY at betus.com. Jeremy, you and I are on the weight loss journey with PhD. And PhD weight loss has been helping me shed the pounds like I have never done before. My scale is down in the 240s now, and it's starting to freak me out. I'm uh, because, again, in my adult life, I've never been down this much weight, and it's only been 15 weeks on the PhD program. I am back down to my high school weight. One of my biggest problems has always been that I don't sleep well. Well, one of the reasons for that is because I was obnoxiously heavy. Now I'm not. I'm sleeping better. I feel better. And it's all because of the food from PhD. I'm turning things around with PhD, ready to pick up that 50-pound bag uh, with 50 pounds lost on uh, PhD weight loss. I can't go wrong. You can't either. You can't afford not to make that call. MyPhDWeightLoss.com. It's myphdweightloss.com. Where do the uh, where do the power rankings sit right now post-free agency in the NFL? We're going to discuss it coming up after the Sports Center update here at the top of the hour. And there's a lot of AFC teams at the top. A lot. There are going to be teams in the 20s that make the playoffs. They'll all be in the NFC. Right. And this is a really bad team to be. Oh, I don't know. My New York Jets or the Miami Dolphins? Hey, you got a lot better this offseason. Well, good for you, Spunky. Now you're 13 and 14 in the AFC. <laughs> and that's what, uh, you know, we said it earlier. Somebody asked, should I take, uh, you know, should I put $100 down on the Titans to be better than the Philadelphia Eagles next year? Well, the AFC is going to be a dogfight. I mean, that depends. Can we use the eyeball test of, well, they're clearly better. The record's not, but they are clearly better. Right, because it's going to be hard for uh, many teams in the AFC to uh, rise to the top of that conference. We'll talk about it coming up next right here on ESPN Asheville. He's a degenerate gambler. You are a smelly pirate hooker. And he's cheaper than oxygen. He's useless. But somehow, they make it work. Jeremy Green. Tank Spencer. There's no holding back in the sportsocracy. Presented by Ingalls Supermarkets. And welcome back into the Sportsocracy here on ESPN Asheville. 92.9 FM, 880 AM, and 1400. The Sportsocracy with me, Tank Spencer, and him, Jeremy Green. Heard everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. And we're seen everywhere on YouTube. Just uh, go to thesportsocracy.com. Click on that live video link. Don't forget to subscribe to the channel so you can get into the uh, into the chat box as well. And you can vote uh, on today's Sweet 16 matchup in the most overrated bands bracket. We do have Maroon 5 going up against One Direction. It's not hard to tell how this one's going to go because One Direction has been slaying everyone. 
that they come up against in this most overrated bands bracket and i got a great feeling it's because there's uh well there's a lot of dads in this group who have been forced to listen to that music against their will and i believe that's what they use in cia tactics now is just one direction music especially for a 30 to 45 year old man that will kill you every time so you can vote in the uh, most overrated bands bracket on the youtube stream and since all of the moves have been made in free agency all of the trades that have been made there have been i don't think i can remember an offseason with so many trades especially not big high level trades like we've seen amari cooper khalil mack deshaun watson obviously among that list Devontae adams going to the to the raiders how has that shaken up the power rankings in the nfl well we know that i mean the bad teams are still really bad that hasn't changed what's the worst team in the nfl jeremy that has gotten markedly better from last year think about all the cellar dwellers the bad team that has gotten better yeah is there one team that is like yeah they were really dog crap last year but they you know they might be a they might be a warm turd this year uh the jets the jets have gotten better i would agree with that especially when you consider you're going to add two top 10 picks Mm -hmm. you're going to add two top 10 picks and you're going to add carl lawson who you didn't have last year yes because Uh, of the uh, offseason or the uh, preseason injury i would say the detroit lions have gotten better uh they haven't done much but they've resisted the urge to go overboard which Mm -hmm. i'm i'm not surprised Mm mm-hmm the thing that stuns me, I did not think the bottom of the NFL could be worse than it was last year. And then the Atlanta Falcons and Houston Texans said, hold my beer. <laughs> well, the Houston Texans just made the lateral move uh, of, yeah, we're we were bad last year. We're going to be bad this year. But now the Atlanta Falcons, they lose out on Calvin Ridley. Can't even cash in on trading him anywhere because of the suspension. Because he went to FanDuel and went, eight-way parlay. You should be suspended for thinking you could hit an eight-way parlay. <laughs> you don't even know you can't gamble on the FanDuel app, and you went eight-way. Got it, money, right? right. Plus fifteen thousand, and now chalk they, it up. And now they sent Matt Ryan to the Indianapolis Colts for a third-round draft pick. I just want it stated for the record: the Colts traded Carson Wentz for two twos and Matt Ryan. That tells you everything you need to know about the NFL. The Washington Commanders could not get a quarterback quick enough. Indy just sat back and went, give it time. Mm-hmm. Just give it a minute. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the best thing that they did in the offseason for the Atlanta Falcons was what? Casey Hayward? It's the best signing that they made this offseason. Yeah, that was when they oh, were still in. under the myth that they were getting Deshaun Watson. Like, we're going to add really good vet players. Oh. Bringing Cordero Patterson back. Hey, I like that. Dude. That that was a good one. That I was like a good that. one. And and I'm not trying to trash Casey Hayward. I, I feel like they they did, He's a they did fine year on that old deal. Corner. Yeah, but they did fine I on mean, that deal. They paid him five and a half million dollars a year, two year, eleven million dollar deal. I don't feel like that's too much of an overpay. No, so the, that it was still fine. Really bad. Of course it the is. The Houston Texans are my thirty one. The mm-hmm. Atlanta Falcons are my thirty two. Yes, I am the same way. But then I have the Detroit Lions at thirty. I doubt. And the Jacksonville Jaguars at 29. I have the Jaguars at 30. Okay. I have the New York Giants at 29. 
Ooh. And then I have the Lions at 28. Okay. The Seattle Seahawks are my 28. I don't see that team being very good. I don't care if they get Baker Mayfield or not. No. I, I Mentally, I'm talking it up that that'll be some combination of Matt, Cor- Matt Coral and um, Corral. Spell it that way. If you want it to be, cor- <laughs> there's a word for that, and you can spell it that way. Golden Corral. Isn't that spelled the same way? Yeah, but that doesn't count. Oh, oh, okay. The people Why does that, that not count? Because the people that eat at Golden Corral talk like me. It doesn't matter how we say that. It doesn't mean <laughs> we're saying it correctly. Could be Golden Coral for all I know. It's, it's not. It's not. It's the Corral. It's like, it's a, it's a cowboy term. Like the gunfight at the OK Corral. I don't and, know. You know. You know, the Corral is where they keep the horses. The closest I've ever come to cowboy things is making fun of the Dallas ones and Tombstone. Mm. Mm, okay. Uh, I got the Chicago Bears at 27 and the Carolina Panthers at 26. Am I off base on either of those? Not really. Carolina would, Panthers. By the way, I would have, uh, it would be Carolina, Seattle, and my Jets. I think you're too high on my Jets. The Jets are at 25. Yeah. that's That bottom eight was never changing. Mm-mm. I feel like there is potential for the Carolina Panthers to be better than that, but I'm going to have to see it on the field to believe it well the line's going to be drastically better the question is is that three game sam darnold best quarterback we've ever seen in franchise history was that because of the line Mm -hmm. was that because of matt rule Mm -hmm. was that because of him i'm projecting a little bit with the new york giants because i do have them at 24 which is insane to me well they've got two top 10 picks and if they use them the way that i think they're going to use them on an offensive line to me that's gonna uh, that's gonna make them a threat for second place in that division. The, the Giants had a really good day today. Malik Willis being that good at his pro day, mm-hmm. there's somebody I don't know who it is, but there's somebody that's gonna go. Well, Atlanta will certainly take Malik Willis at eight, right? So with that number seven, seven pick, and they've been floating that that was available for as long as I can remember. Mm-hmm. I feel like the Giants are gonna be uh, better obviously and i've got them the eagles and the commanders all right there 22 23 and 24 because i don't think there's a whole lot of separation between them oh i do i think the giants are way worse than the other three teams in the division then you get to washington and then there's a big jump to philadelphia okay i got pittsburgh at 21 Am I too far off? I would say yes. But now the question is, who? you hadn't said New Orleans yet, which means you're doing it wrong. They're next. I would have New Orleans. I would have Miami, Philadelphia, Arizona. You'd have Pittsburgh ahead of Arizona? Yes. And I want to say New England, but I don't know. Mm-mm. Yeah, I would. As a matter of fact, I would. New England. I'm at Pittsburgh 16. That seems like too much to me. Is that defense still really good? Sure, yeah. I believe in Mitch Trubisky more than most. Yeah, I'm... The issue with him was never the talent. It was that Matt Nagy did not want him, and it was very obvious. Mm-hmm. People forget he did go to a Pro Bowl. Mitch Trubisky? Now, I'm not... As a fifth replacement? I think he was the first alternate, if I remember correctly. Uh-huh. There is a revisionist history because of how badly that ended. Yeah. 
I just look – and it's a little bit of a forecast. Pittsburgh Steelers mock draft will be out at 5.30 this afternoon, so mm-hmm. you'll see who I added to that team, and it makes me like them a, a lot, mm-hmm. a whole lot. Mm-hmm. If you're a Pittsburgh fan, that's a good one to check out. If you could take care of the offensive line, lean which on Najee Harris. Which they've already done a pretty good job of. Mm-hmm. Lean on Najee Harris. And you do have weapons there to, you know, to, to be playmakers around Mitchell Trubisky, who is not the worst starting quarterback in the league. He's not the worst starting quarterback in the no, league. No, I was trying to think of who is. Oh, that's a that that's a that's a fun one. Oh, that's a that's a full on pistols at dawn between Marcus Mariota and Davis Mills. I think it's Marcus Mariota. Or Drew Locke. I mean, as of right now, oh, it's Drew, Drew Locke, Locke is actually technically yeah. the starter. Yeah, it it, it is. Uh, Drew, Locke's is, Drew Locke is, to me, the far and away worst starter in the league. I've got Drew Locke, Sam Darnold, Marcus Mariota. Those are my bottom three starters. You would rather have Marcus Mariota than Sam Darnold? A hundred percent. You are out of your gourd. <laughs> Hundred percent, he's cheaper. Have you? Not a, not by much. Eighteen versus six. That's a lot. That's twelve million dollars. Mm. Stand by. Marcus Mariota's deal is six point seven five million dollars. Oh, for you're the, just taking the guaranteed for, for money. one year. Yeah, and there's bonuses that escalated to twelve mm-hmm. that he hits by being clinically alive. <laughs> Okay. I'm just trying to I'm just not I, I'm pulling Sam the actual metric on that. Okay. Sam Darnold to me is, you know, he's got a lot to prove. Didn't end well last year. And you're gonna have to, you know, like I said, you're gonna have to prove a lot. I feel like those are the worst. I've got Justin Fields down there, Carson Wentz, Daniel Jones. It gets like a real mishmash down at the bottom of the worst starters in the league. I think you're right. The yeah. first year is just $6.75 million. Yeah. And there's an option for the second year, which would be similar money to push the total deal to 12. That is not how that was reported the first time. No. So I I saw it early. Can we, okay, can we just agree to the numbers and not change them around? Don't doubt me. Did you see Bradley Bozeman's deal with the, with the Panthers? No. It's a one-year deal. Okay. For $2.75 million. Which makes me go, why did Baltimore not match that? No clue. I don't understand that at all. Like I was saying to you earlier Unless today. he we had were... a leg amputated, then <laughs> that doesn't make a lot of sense. Well, earlier today, Jeremy and I were talking about the, the Leonard Fournette deal. Leonard Fournette signs back with Tampa Bay for three years, $21 million. It's a possibility to go up to 24 with all the incentives and stuff. Okay, wait a minute. So you paid him $7 million a year to come back and be the running back. But you couldn't have, you know, waited out, maybe paid somebody a little bit less and used that $4 million a year on Jordan Whitehead? Nope. It's ridiculous. Uh, now, I'll also tell you this. Uh, I did not know this until his uh, presser. Uh-huh. Jordan Whitehead was never coming back to Tampa Bay. He didn't want he to? He was coming okay. to New York. So long as we showed even vague interest. Interesting. His first cousin's Darrell Rivas. Oh, so it makes sense he would want to play for the same teams. Yes. Well... <laughs> In reverse order, yeah. yeah. Uh, Darrell started in New York, he went to Tampa. To be in New York. Yeah, okay, and 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 that's fine. I'm just saying you couldn't have convinced him of that. No, it's a 
want to be part of something with the J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. Yeah, screw that whole, you know, winning a Super Bowl thing. We'll go be bad with the Jets. Well, here's the thing. Let's do that. He could not win a Super Bowl with the Jets. He could not win a Super Bowl with the Buccaneers. Six one way, have a dozen the other. Hmm. Interesting. Uh, back to the power rankings here, though. Uh, so you're going to be you're you're markedly higher on the Pittsburgh Steelers than I am. You're markedly higher on the Philadelphia Eagles than I am. I got the New Orleans Saints at twenty. Is that too much? I w- yeah, I would have them lower. I think that team's just bad. Why? With Jameis Winston coming back, you've got your quarterback. With Michael Thomas coming back, you've got a dangerous weapon. You got you still got Alvin Kamara. The line's going to be a little less, obviously, without Teron Armstead. Basically, what you just said to me is I looked at you and said, I'm, I am leaving my spouse because she hit me in the head with a frying pan. And you responded with, but she hit you in the head with a frying pan. Yet the Jameis Winston thing is the whole problem there. Oh, okay. He's throwing to me. It's Michael Thomas in a... Can you name another receiver on that team? We'll still have Traquan Smith. Oh, yeah. They still have... Let the good times roll. Yeah, that other guy that I can't remember his name right now. I, that's grand that analysis well, right well there. i'm sorry that, yeah, you're trying to, yeah, that, that other guy i don't remember his name it's not like he was great to begin with marquez calloway sure that wasn't the name that i was trying to come up with but well john johnson's a tight end so i struggle to believe that that's who you were talking about yeah no there's there's another one i just can't remember i i mean i understand what you're saying but that still was a team fighting for playoff spot last year you think in a worse nfc they're not going to be doing that again i think they're worse no sean payton is a four that is four extra losses period Mm -hmm. i mean do you think they're beating you because they did last year maybe they might stop we always have problems with the new orleans saints not anymore your problem is uh working for amazon now i thought you liked dennis allen I, and that I culture's still in place. Uh, and? The offensive guru that put all of these broken toys together and made them a coherent offense, he went away. That team is terrible. But they still have all of the, I mean, they still have the, what, the offensive coordinator is back, right? I don't care. You don't care. I could care It's all less. Sean Payton. Sean Payton, to me, is the second best head coach in the NFL okay now you have dennis allen who's probably the 22nd best head coach in the nfl yeah there's going to be a significant drop off there especially offensively oh we're really good defensively oh well good for you good for you that and a dollar will get you a coke the miami dolphins are my 19 minnesota vikings 18 and the arizona cardinals are 17 minnesota's too low Okay, you put them above both of those teams that I just said. You put them above yes. Arizona. You put them above Miami. Miami. Was the other team. Yeah, this is the other team you just said. You put them above the New England Patriots. Yes. Denver Broncos. In that division, yeah. If I had to bet one's record against the other, I'll take Minnesota. Okay, let's keep going. San Francisco. Yes. I love how the people are just completely Colts. looking at San Francisco. Oh, it's just going to keep rolling. Did you watch Trey Lance last year? And I love the kid. If you think that's not going to come with its own set of roadblocks, 
I have a bridge to sell you. Sure it is. But I got Jimmy G to back me up. That, and you're not going to week one. You don't think so? I can't tell They'll you who he's going to play for. I can tell you who he's not going to play for. <laughs> I don't know that he's going to have a choice. I don't know that anybody's going to pay their price. <laughs> I lo- I, the comments of this show are my favorite part of this show. There was a comment about... And then Indianapolis? That's, that would be the line. I think Indianapolis is better Okay, than. so... Going, but you also didn't say the Tennessee Titans, who I think they're better than. Stop that. Minnesota I better than Tennessee. I absolutely love how you are not taking who these teams have to play into any form of, of consideration. Mm-hmm. That During doesn't the, make you better. Uh, Does it? You are what your record says you are. Oh, okay. I, I'm going by whose record is going to be better at the end of the year. Okay. And to me, that's not even debatable. You give me anything you want. Minnesota Vikings against the Tennessee Titans. Mm-hmm. I'll take it for anything you want. I'm also looking at Tennessee's schedule going, there is no shot in this world that you win nine of those games. Really? Uh, I mean, at, I haven't, uh, I haven't delved into Buffalo, the schedule. At Cincinnati. I'm just trying to remember what I remember their schedule off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have to play the AFC West. So you play all four of those teams, two of them on the road. No shot you win that. Uh, Cincinnati on the road, Buffalo on the road. I think they have to go t- – the ones I remember that they could win were the NFC – they did play the NFC East, but I think they had to go to the Cowboys and to the Eagles, which is the ugliest way that could possibly go. So you got the Minnesota Vikings. I mean, that's top dozen territory. I think the Minnesota Vikings at this moment are the best team in the NFC North. Okay. I mean, think about it. You lost arguably your best player on defense mm-hmm. and argu- well, inarguably your best player on offense. That's not Aaron Rodgers. And there's going to be no reduction there whatsoever. Minnesota is literally building a team to specifically beat you because they could care less about the Lions and they could care less about the Bears. The Minnesota Vikings, almost top 10 with a bullet, according to Jeremy Green. That's probably going to be the one that I'm bullish on, just as I'm seeing this. I, I can already tell. You're in the Sportsocracy here on ESPN. Asheville Post Free Agency Power Rankings. Where does everybody fall in? Of course, getting our way to the top 10. Just how does the top of that uh, that AFC shake? I mean, let's be honest. There's only a couple of NFC teams that belong in this discussion at the top 10. Literally a couple. <laughs> right. We'll be right back here on ESPN Asheville. Parenthood. Not a job for the faint of heart. It takes nerves of steel and a pretty strong grip on your senses. So here's to the moms and dads who board this roller coaster for the ride of a lifetime. Ingles, all the ingredients for family. This week at Ingles, select sizes and varieties, chock full of nuts, canned coffee, $5.98 each. Select 8 to 12 ounce, board and sliced, or shredded cheese, three for $5. And select sizes and varieties, post cereal, buy one, get one free. Ingles, low prices, love the savings. If cleanliness is next to godliness, look around the car right now. Is that very godly? Look, life comes at you fast, but so does WNC Auto Detailing. They have the tools to make your interior look like it's coming off the showroom floor. You don't believe me? Check them out on Instagram. All that filth and years of stains disappear. WNC Auto Detailing does full interior and exterior details with paint correction, and they do wax and ceramic coatings. Call WNC Auto Detailing at 455-3700. Premium care with a Southern Hospitality Touch. The Sportsocracy. Why are you smiling? Because I love football. 
Welcome back into ESPN Asheville, 92.9 FM, 880 AM, and 1400 Sportsocracy seen everywhere on YouTube. Go to the sportsocracy.com, click on that live video link. Don't forget to subscribe to the channel so you can get into the chat and you can vote on today's Sweet 16 most overrated bands bracket matchup maroon five against one direction i didn't play a one direction song because it's not even close one direction's moving on in this thing it's it's not over yet i still believe that in the power of levine 66 percent for one direction to 34 percent for maroon five i don't i don't feel like this is going to sway all that much but there's still time for you to get your vote in um to do that right now uh we also have one of these i'm your huckleberry uh rob johnson asked what happens with david ajabo now does he fall out of the first round i said no he if you don't know david ajabo tore his achilles at at the pro day uh i am still dumbfounded that no one came to help it have you seen the video when he did it and literally the dude just picks the ball up and goes next yep i mean he's writhing on the ground and the ball boy where do I take this now? <laughs> he did the full Matt Stafford. Not my job. Yeah. Not my job. Somebody else needs to take care yeah. of that. Um, And maybe he was told that. I, I, d- I do not believe David Ajabo falls out of the first round. There's just not enough high-end pass rushers. I would say now he slots in right in front of Boya Mafe, who I have at the very beginning of the, first, of the second round. Mm-hmm. I think one of those smart, good teams at the back end of the first, be it Kansas City uh miami cincinnati i one of them will take a shot on this kid yeah. I mean, he was a top 15 consensus pick and, and achilles injuries yeah they're bad they're not nearly as bad as they used to be no and they're it's not like an acl you know we saw cam Akers return after six months with a torn achilles in preseason came back to play for the playoffs for the la rams or before the playoffs for the la rams and you know, David Ajabo might miss what two, three weeks of this of the season, maybe a month. I I can't tell you that. They do believe he'll have, that it'll be a full recovery. Mm-hmm. I mean, when we first started doing this show on five seventy WWNC, we did it with Nate Brown, former Philadelphia Eagle and North Carolina Tar Heel, <laughs> and we were not allowed to say the word Achilles on the show because no. he ruptured both of his. Yes, and it's the, the advances in in you know medical technology. It's just it's not what it used to be it's not good but the the fact that as soon as they did the surgery they said he walked full recovery six month timetable i don't think that put i mean i remember jeffrey simmons all right jeffrey simmons completely blew his knee out in one of the last games of the season at mississippi Mississippi state Mm -hmm. he went from being a top 10 to i think he went at 21 to the titans yep and he was unable to play the entire rookie year and it just didn't matter especially in a draft like this where there's just not a lot of consensus Mm -hmm. if it it, you know if this were years years ago you would have that concern can he come back and be at full strength but medical advances you would lose a step with the achilles did cam Akers look any less effective in the playoffs than he did before that no there you go and i can't wait to see a full year of him healthy with that la rams offense i have a job now in the last eight picks of the uh, first round if you want to know exactly where you will have to go to our youtube channel at the sportsocracy and you will see all of our uh team by team mock drafts live on the channel that's right uh five o'clock this afternoon they will start debuting 
post-free agency, seven-round mock drafts, team by team. We will do the AFC North will be coming out after the show today, and then the NFC North teams will be coming out in the morning. Let's get weird. On the weird scale, there's Vegas, there's Florida, and there's Asheville. Let's get weird, Asheville. You know, there was a time where Jeremy's favorite crutch when it came to dissing me was calling me, what was it, Participation Trophy Boy? Yes. You were big on Participation Trophies. I'm not big on Participation Trophies. I'm not. I'm big on being just, you know, not as harsh as some people. But this, to me, is absolutely ridiculous. In Colorado, who's shocked it's Colorado, the Cherry Creek School District staffers sent a letter out last week to families telling them that they are no longer going to be choosing valedictorians for their classes. Why? Because it might hurt some of the dumber kids' feelings. I don't think they put it like that. (laughs) No, that's not how they put it. Uh, How they put it was, uh, look, we believe that all students are capable of higher learning and the these class rankings and valedictorian uh announcements are you know just they might make some of the other kids feel bad first off you're a liar because we all know not all kids are capable of higher learning not trying to throw shade not naming any names but we all know that's not true It wasn't true when we were in school, and it's definitely not true now. You got some kids that are never going to be in consideration for one, higher learning, or two, being the valedictorian of their class. But for the entire school district to come out and say, we're not doing this anymore because, uh, yeah, we believe all students can learn at high levels, and this might hurt their, you know, self-esteem. Stop it with that education quote unquote education is not a competition i would say that there's a whole lot of you know extracurricular activity groups in school that would prove you wrong because we do this with everything because once again competition is the backbone of america right i don't agree with many things you say but i actually agreed with that one we make everything a competition whether it be the debate club or the mathletes club or whatever we like to compete against each other it goes against the very nature of being an american in my opinion somebody's not getting their feelings hurt what's wrong with that my story is a lot happier it's gonna make it it's gonna make it tougher skinned my story is a lot happier than yours Uh uh-huh and the number blows my mind okay A British competitive eater broke the Guinness World Record for eating chicken nuggets in a minute. Oh, good Lord. First of all, I love chicken nuggets. A McDonald's chicken... There is very little in his life that is better than a McDonald's chicken nugget in barbecue sauce. How many chicken nuggets do you think she ate in one minute? She? She. Uh, Her name is Leah Shutkeever. Hmm. I'm going to go with... 142. It's 19. I don't feel like that's enough, and I feel like I could beat that. 19 in a minute? 19 in a minute. I feel like I can beat that. I I might not be able to do it the first time. I'm going to say at my heaviest, when I, you know, 110 pounds ago, thanks PhD weight loss, uh, I feel like I could get 20 down in about 20 seconds. 
I mean, that's what comes in the big box right. from the McDonald's. Right. I, I feel like I've done that in three minutes, and I wasn't trying to do it for speed. <laughs> yeah. I'd, she also I'd... owns the record for fastest time to eat three mince pies, uh, three pickled eggs. What is that record? Like nine seconds? It's mm-hmm. a it's an egg. Just inhale it. Oh, you gonna swallow it whole like you're a snake? I, I mean, have you, have you never eaten a hard boiled egg whole? No. Oh, I have. And just slid ones. it right down. I don't really like hard boiled eggs. I don't either. And I used to have to eat how them do a you lot get, for the. Yeah, it's just. Ugh. I was gonna say, how do you get past the yolk? Cooked yolks are the worst thing on on the planet to me. Oh, I disagree with you. The worst that's thing the, in the in the, the prepared part. food group. That's the good part. It's the it, it's that outside the husk that I'm fully just disagree. Not. That's the best part of the egg. The only way you should eat boiled eggs is if you're going to cut them in half, take the stuff out, and make deviled eggs. Because you need the mayonnaise and the mustard and the pickles and all that other stuff to be in the yellow part to make it palatable. My opinion. I could be wrong, but that's the thing that would hang me up with eating hard-boiled eggs, is how do you get past that really dry, gross, oh, yellow part? part. Oh, oh, that's the best part. Somebody stole your soul at one that, point, that's what you they? make. That's what you make potato salad with. Mm-hmm. That's the good part. Sure. Especially when you put mayonnaise in it. That's the point. You have to add something to it. Well, if you're you just eating to. it regular, oh, ooh, yeah, you just can't do that. Fun. Nah. Nah, so 19 chicken nuggets in a minute is the world record. I, and I firmly feel like I can beat that. I smell a challenge coming. I, that's kind of why I told this story, especially if I'm allowed to go Chick-fil-A chicken nugget. Because right. those little things, are, they're just itty bitty. <laughs> I don't, no, I don't think that's... you You got to take the McDonald's. you gotta, you got to take the bigger of the chicken nuggets. 19 to the face mm. in a minute. I don't think you can do mm. it. I... I feel like this would be a nice thing to do over the uh, once the draft ends. Mm-hmm. I, I want to set a Guinness Book of World Records record a week. I still have the one for most bars hit in a day that we we never got around to doing that one, and I still believe I can do that. Right. Which was twenty six? Was it something wasn't it? like that? Something like that. And you had to drink one four ounce pour at every one of them, which doesn't sound like a lot, but it starts to stack up on <laughs> for you. For me, it's not a lot. My well, birthday was last is. week. I already did the qualification. I know exactly <laughs> where we're at there. Nobody is doubting that at all. 19, that surprises me. I, that stunned me. I yeah. saw the story and I went, I'm sure that's 173. 19. I could, $4 and I could challenge that record. Well, I mean, 60 seconds, that's it's not a lot of time. 60 <laughs> seconds, that's what our you know our PhD live reads that we do every day. That's That's how long you got. From the time I start talking about PhD to the end to the end of it, sixty seconds, you could do nineteen of them in a minute. We'll 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 put it to the test. Don't I, I'll have I, no I fear. I like my chances here, have especially no with fear. McDonald's barbecue sauce, <laughs> which is the grossest barbecue sauce. You are. Why are you dead inside? That's the <laughs> that's the only barbecue sauce that matters. <laughs> no, no. I just oh, never liked. I've never liked it. The only thing I've ever liked it on, the McRib. And again, it's fine. Y'all the, get the too Mc, excited about it. The McRib is where I gained my love of the McDonald's barbecue. Mm. So again, 
not surprised. Power rankings in the NFL, how have they shifted after all of the moves in free agency? Um, Top 15 for me goes uh, Denver at 15, San Francisco 14, Indianapolis, Dallas Cowboys, Tennessee Titans. That's 11 through 15. You say I've got the Titans too high. I would believe so. I have them closer to 15. After they added Robert Woods, and and you don't care, and uh, all right, let's just the teams that I have ahead of them. Mm-hmm. Let's look at what they added, okay. shall we? All right, uh, Indianapolis Colts. Yeah, they added Matt Ryan uh, instead of throw it into triple coverage. Carson Wentz. Yeah, I think I'm in for that. Okay, Baltimore added Marcus Williams. Yep, think I'm in for that too. Mm-hmm. Cleveland Browns added Deshaun Watson. Mm-hmm. Yep. Raiders added Devontae Adams and Chandler Jones. I I didn't have them drastically ahead of any of these teams in the first place. Mm -hmm. Then you add in all the new little toys. Yeah, they're. And then there's the super obvious ones, the Chargers, uh, Chargers, Bengals, Chiefs, Bills. Yeah. My top 10 ends with the Las Vegas Raiders. The Raiders are my 10. I think that's about right. The Ravens are at nine. I, I like them. That's about right. I like them slightly better than the Las Vegas Raiders right now. The Cleveland Browns are my eight, and I f- and I felt weird putting them that low because this is now a talented team, and there's no Baker Mayfield, and you have Deshaun Watson. The only reason that I put them at eight right now is because we just don't know how many games Deshaun Watson's going to play. I thought it was a brilliant move with them bringing in Jacoby Brissett to be the backup. Because you don't lose a whole lot. Say I'm going to lose Deshaun Watson for six games. Oh, there's a huge drop off I'm there. not saying there's not, but what I'm saying is, do, do you feel that much better about the Cleveland Browns with Baker Mayfield than you do with Jacoby Brissett? So we can hold serve for six games. In the AFC now? Uh, you would get scattered, smothered, and covered by every team in your division. I mean, I'm talking you would lose two touchdowns mm-hmm. at home or on the road. I don't really care. To any of them? To any of them. Uh, I, I mean, it depends on what sec- it depends on how the schedule turns out. Mm-hmm. You know, if you catch those the, the Jets and teams like that, then okay, you might be, you should be able to hold serve with that. Right. You start out with a, a Bengals, Steelers, Ravens, Bills, bye. Uh, <laughs> bye-bye. Season's over before it even starts. I got Tampa at seven. I don't have Tampa in the top ten. Why? I think you're underselling what you lost. Okay. The, the, you lose the Jordan Tom just fixes everything. Is I'm telling you, with a 46-year-old quarterback... Mm-hmm. i've been wrong before mm-hmm. for five years now no you over exaggerate that i started saying this two years ago when he was 43 years old mm-hmm. and be really honest with yourself what won that super bowl more the defense or him yeah, it was the defense was the it defense, was the defense yeah. it wasn't even close it, him in a shootout against pat mahomes if that defense had been dog water what do you think happens oh yeah well there you go okay now the defense is going to lose what four starters mm-hmm 
Yeah, that's not going to have an effect of any kind. <laughs> we'll keep it. Uh, I got Green Bay at six. Kansas City's at five. I don't have Green Bay in the top ten. Really? No. I, you're offensively, Just not knowing what weapons they have. Well, I mean, it's one thing if you go out and add, let's, I'll use the one you used earlier, if you add Odell Beckham Jr., now you've at least got somebody that can take number one coverage. Mm-hmm. If not, it's, uh, okay, Aaron, we wish you the best of luck. They didn't pay him all that money to do that. I don't They'll disagree. figure out a way to bring him some some decent weapons into that team. Maybe a little projection, obviously, on my part. But they ain't no way they're not a top 10 team in this league. I got the Kansas City Chiefs at five. Too high, too low. I would say that's about right. Okay. I would say that's about right. My four is the Rams. I mean, I've got to have an NFC team somewhere. So, okay. I don't know that I would have them that high, but. And then my top three are a top three that I did not think that I would have them at the top three, but my number three is the Los Angeles Chargers. I mean, the Chargers are, the Chargers are daunting to say the least. The Kansas, or the uh, Cincinnati Bengals are my two, and my one is the Buffalo Bills. Bills are my one, Bengals are my two. Okay. Say so LA Chargers are my three. Yeah. So we're, I mean, we're very much in lockstep on that. I think the Los Angeles Chargers, I mean, we this was the team that we were a year early on, or I was anyway. I thought last year they were going to be hell on wheels, and they were at times. But now you got second year of Brandon Staley, and you got all of those additions that you've made in this offseason. Joey Bosa and Khalil Mack are going to be an all-time tandem. With J.C. Jackson behind them. Yeah, there's and that. And Derwin James. Mm-hmm. It's one of the most impressive off-seasons I've ever seen. And that's the the, the craziest part of this. You've had two of them simultaneously. The Bengals took perfect care of the one problem they had. Mm-hmm. And so did the Chargers. And so now it's a dogfight of who gets lucky with the schedule, who winds up at home through the playoffs. The only fear I have is that whoever makes it out of the AFC is so beaten, battered, and bruised that the Rams or the Bucks walk in there and, well, we haven't really had a competitive game in a month, so here we are. Which could also hurt you, but if you're the healthier team, that that will matter. So your A number one Super Bowl contenders, I mean – Draw the line right now. What's your line on Super Bowl contenders? Uh, okay. Because I would to, say you'll have to elaborate on what you what what I'm quantifies a Super Bowl contender. Uh, I'm comfortable right now saying that there are twelve teams in the NFL that got a legitimate case to be the Super Bowl winner this upcoming season i aggressively struggled to get to eight okay the raiders would be my eight really mm-hmm. and raiders, who does that leave out raiders ravens browns um chargers buccaneers Bengals, chiefs bills 
and I'll throw the Rams in there just so I have another NFC team for posterity's sake. I don't mm-hmm. really believe it. You don't think the Rams are contenders to go back to back? It's very hard to go back to back, of course. And I don't think that team's going to age well. The Von Miller thing was th- that is a big deal. Mm-hmm. When you cannot when you give up draft capital like that, you cannot lose that guy ten games later. It is a huge deal. And did Buffalo ever pay? They did, but for better or worse, that guy that you lost is now paying playing for another contender. Mm-hmm. Should the LA Rams bring back OBJ? Absolutely. Now that you traded Robert Woods, as a matter of fact, I don't even think it's a question. Now you painted yourself in a corner. No, I, I'm saying I'm I'm saying should they do that? They're definitely in that contender group. I would say so. Yes. Okay. And they're on the backside of it. But mm-hmm. They're there. There's a lot of noise around that team. That always makes me nervous, I, especially when there's a slew of teams where there's not a lot of noise. When Cincinnati you- Bengals. It's really quiet in Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. It's really quiet in Buffalo. It's eerily quiet in Kansas City. Just everything's hunky dunky. Nobody's upset. Nobody. Everything's nice and happy. Right. And then you get there's a lot of noise in L.A. Von Miller's already gone. The line's already had its issues. Sebastian Joseph Day gone. That's a lot of pieces missing off that that team that won the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. I'm sure some people are not going to be happy with how they treated Robert Woods. I haven't heard that, but I'm sure somebody somewhere is going to be less than thrilled with well i mean that. especially if you if you feel like you're close with odell beckham jr which i feel like les sneed probably would have you know he wouldn't have made that trade if he didn't think that there was a great possibility that lbj comes back robert woods became an expendable piece at that point i was kind of shocked that they only got a sixth rounder for him you shouldn't be but that but but all of that money he's expensive goes. coming off of me mm-hmm if it had been any more than that, I would have crushed the Titans. It was for it. four years, sixty-four million, I think, left on that deal. I think that's right, and, and that's a fine deal for Tennessee. Heck yeah, it is. It's not a value by any stretch. No, but that, but that's what they've needed since Corey Davis left town. Is the number two? The Julio Jones thing didn't work out. Now you've got Robert Woods and AJ Brown and all of the things that you can do with those guys, and you're still going to be pounding the rock with Derrick Henry. Unless you're projecting that there's going to be another another injury coming his way. I, I think they have to add another piece because you can't lean on him the same way that you have. Mm-hmm. He broke last year for a reason. So, All right, Daniil Hunter and Zadarius Smith. You like that pairing? I do. <laughs> As you should. And they restructured the deal of Daniil Hunter to save $13.5 million on the cap this year, did the the uh, Minnesota Vikings. Everybody's making the right moves at this point. Not everybody, but, I mean, the teams that know they're going to be contenders in their division or in their conference, they've all done great things to come back from the dead. I mean, all the way on down to my team. Tampa Bay bringing everybody back again it may not get you a super bowl but it definitely puts you in contention in a very weak nfc can you remember a time when the two divisions were so this so much this far apart no i can't either you're in the sportsocracy here on espn asheville 92.9 fm 880 am and 1400 just a uh 
A little bit more uh, opportunity for you to get your votes in for the Sweet 16 of the Most Overrated Bands Bracket. Go to sportsocracy.com, click on that live video link, and vote before the show is over. This is your Time Saver Traffic on the new ESPN Asheville. Lane delays 26 westbound between Airport Road and Long Shoals Road. 40 westbound is slow between Porter's Cove Road and 240 Charlotte Highway. On the Captain Jeff Bowen Bridge, traffic is moving well and steady. Smoky Park Highway northbound approaching Sand Hill Road, traffic is slow. Patton Avenue problem free and New Leicester Highway moving well. On the Charlotte Highway, no backups. Near Avery Creek, Bavard Road north and southbound near Long Shoals Road, light delays. Check of the drive time from downtown Asheville to Asheville Regional Airport via 240 westbound and 26 eastbound. Drive time, 18 minutes. I'm Lyndon Field with your time saver traffic. This report is sponsored by the maker of Frontline Shield. Frontline Shield for dogs is from the number one name in flea and tick protection. So no matter what type of dog you have or what adventure you go on, Frontline Shield lets you take them everywhere, no matter how you define it. Visit Frontline.com to learn more. The underdog. The long shot. The nobody from nowhere never going to happen hundred to one shot. We know something about that. We're with you every step of the way. This week at Ingalls, select 6 to 12 count Laurel and Cuddly Soft Bath Tissue, $3.98 each. Select sizes and varieties Kellogg's Frosted Flakes or Fruit Loop Cereal, two for $4. And select sizes and varieties Tide Laundry Detergent, $12.98 each. Ingalls, low prices, love the savings. Real estate isn't about properties, it's about people. I'm Clarissa Marshall with EXP Realty, your native realtor serving all of Western North Carolina. I will work hard for you, and I believe in doing the right thing every time. I market each of my listings to reach out-of-town buyers. I use a professional photographer and drone video on every single listing, as well as collaborate with agents across the country to find your buyer. Check me out online at clarissasellswnc.com or give me a call at 828-774-6343. It would be my pleasure to assist you through the real estate process. Dirty, I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not gonna take this anymore. Yeah, it's the rare time where I'm mad. And look, I'm mad because NBA fans and fans in general are just, they're too much. They're too much, and I feel like the social media age has just emboldened these people to. Do whatever, especially especially the younger ones. And, of course, this goes to Yusuf Nurkic. Jeremy, I know you saw this. You, Yusuf Nurkic and the uh, Portland Trailblazers were up in Indiana. And an Indiana Pacers fan who looks like he might be 12 years old apparently had been heckling the Portland Trailblazers uh, team for the entirety of the game. And after the game, Yusuf Nurkic, who did not play in the game, approached this young kid, uh, towering over him, because Yusuf Nurkic is seven foot one, I believe. And he takes the kid's phone out of his hand and throws it into the stands. He didn't, you know, he didn't heave it up 28 rows away. He just chucked it behind the kid. And now the NBA has fined him $40,000 for that. Not saying the NBA is wrong in doing that. No, you can't do that. You cannot do that. But something has to be done, and I'm starting to think that maybe we need barriers. There are two places that have universally been said in the NBA that some less than ideal things will be thrown at you. Indiana, Indiana is one, and, and Utah. Utah is the other. Yep. 
and, and I mean, you gotta you gotta do something. Yeah. Some of the things, and, and now granted, this is just Twitter. This is just people that are around. Some of the things that I have seen, you better be glad it wasn't me, because mm-hmm. I would have thrown something and it wouldn't have been your phone. The fact that we have not had another malice at the palace in the NBA just i i feel like it's a credit to the nba players with some of the abuse that they have to take from people who are too darn close to the sidelines that's that's number one a number one get them off the sidelines uh to me you just have to vet these people i know this is this is one percent of the problem one percent of people around the the floor are a hundred percent of the problem sure and the first time this happens, you're done. And yeah. You're not you're not allowed back in the arena. Yep. And then it would go away. Yep. Yusuf Nurkic fined forty thousand dollars, but fans just control yourselves. You don't have carte blanche to say whatever you want to to these guys, and they're all showing it. LeBron James, Russell Westbrook, getting guys kicked out of ga- getting fans kicked out of games. You just you got to have a little bit more decorum when you're going to be this close to the superstars of any sport whether it be the nfl whether it be the nba major league baseball i don't care get a hold of yourselves i'm mad i don't disagree with you we got another sportsocracy of course coming up for you tomorrow at three right here on espn Asheville. we got uh some postseason videos coming uh, out after the show today uh, uh two mock drafts the cleveland browns will start at five the pittsburgh steelers will start at 5 30 the rest of the division will be later tonight and the nfc north will be in the morning yes post free agency seven round mock drafts we go team by team every pick what holes will be filled by your team in the nfl draft you can get it all in the sportsocracy the sportsocracy.com is the website do not forget to hit the subscribe button so you get all of our uh individual team by team content throughout the draftmas season i'm tank spencer he's jeremy green we'll see you back here tomorrow on espn Asheville at three o'clock